come to kindergarten class. The Developmentally Appropriate Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kathy. And today we have a great interview with Patty Clark of Lakeshore Learning Materials. Who doesn't love Lakeshore? In fact, they've got a lot of my money. <laughs> <laughs> they've got a lot of my money too. <laughs> they probably have a lot of everyone's money. All of our money. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they make good, great, quality products they that's make, based on research. They make really good stuff. And today, Patty's going to talk to us about their new flexible seating options. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they have some really cool choices that are based on going out to actual classrooms and seeing what people needed. Well, that sounds great. I'm excited to listen. My name is um, Patty Clark, and I right now currently am um, the Vice President of Product Development at Lakeshore Learning Materials. And so my team's and my um, departments are solely in charge of, you know, develop, de- uh, pitching, designing, developing um, all of the great Lakeshore items that we offer um, for teachers. And prior to my career here at Lakeshore, I was a former teacher. Um, I taught for 10 years um, from kindergarten through fourth grade. So I spent most of my time in second and third grade. Um, but I did um, have some experience with kindergartners, first graders, and fourth graders as well. So, um, you know, it was kind of a bittersweet when I left the classroom, yeah. but the great thing about working for Lakeshore is I get to still be involved with um, making sure, you know, we're doing what's best for kids. Yeah, it sounds like an exciting place to be, and we're glad you're there because Lakeshore makes some amazing things for kids to use. That's great. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. That's that's our. <laughs> can can we talk about your new flexible space line that you're coming out with? I'm excited about that. Absolutely. So you know we've obviously those people who know Lakeshore know we've we've been involved with making furniture and creating preschool environments for you know over 60 years. So um, when there's been kind of a revolution and a lot of talk about. 21st century environments and student-centered learning environments and flexible seating um, into the elementary school grades from K through five. And and when we started hearing about it and looking into um, what teachers were doing, um, it's kind of a grassroots movement, the flexible seating anyway. We were, we've visited over a hundred classrooms of teachers that were implementing this and they just were so excited about what kind of results they were getting from their kids, how much more their their students were engaged and how much happier they were and how easy how much easier it was for them to do real project-based student-centered learning that we just got super excited and thought, you know, we what better way we can take our our experience at at developing good quality furniture and what we know about the classroom and we can make an even bigger impact in creating these great environments in K through 5. Um, so we uh, launched a new um, furniture line this year for elementary um, K through five, and it's called um, Flex Space, um, and it's made up of everything you can you can think of to create great, comfortable learning, student-centered learning environments where teachers can really create comfortable areas where kids can learn to collaborate and communicate, and um, you know 
encourage creativity and critical thinking. Um, so we've got mobile tables and desks. We've got multiple options for seating so that kids can really, you know, figure out where and how they learn best. Um, cozy spaces, uh, rugs, all kinds of all kinds of things to create just a great environment. You you talked a little bit about the development of this, and you were in the classroom watching people who were actually doing flexible seating classrooms, right? As you were developing yes. it, were. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the things you noticed as you were in the classroom and trying to figure out what people would need? It sounds like a really interesting process. It was. You know, we we started, I, I will tell you, Pinterest was one of the first places we really started <laughs> happening. And so we thought, oh, we got to get out there and see, see what's going on and talk to the teachers about it. Um, and it's funny, the more we talked to the teachers about it, we got a lot of depending on the, the group of kids you had really depended on what kind of seating worked best for them. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the teachers talked a lot about it was really critical on how they introduced it and how they managed it. But once once they got it going, all of them felt like their, their students were just more engaged on task more. We actually um, found a, we didn't go to the school, but we found a you know, there's not some real scientific research done on it yet, although I think people are starting to do that. But there are lots of informal surveys and um, uh, informal studies that people are doing. And we found this Hazard Middle School, the sixth grade class where this teacher said, I, I want to show, I want to see if this makes a difference, right? Mm-hmm. So she, t- she had someone taking data on just kind of watching off-task behavior prior to implementing flexible seating. So she did that for four months and then she implemented flexible seating and took the data again for four months and found that off-task behavior actually decreased by about 35% because kids were just comfortable. They were um, engaged. They they were on task a whole lot more. Um, and obviously we, we feel like, you know, you have happier kids and better engagements. It's gonna, it's gonna end up with better results. Um, they're going to, you know, they're going to have more opportunities for learning and and really being prepared for the future and, and those those four C's that we really need to develop because the, the workplace has changed. You know, we need we need people who um, can think critically, who are creative so that, you know, things are innovating and iterating at such a quick pace. Um, and most workplaces, it's a very collaborative environment now. So mm-hmm. we really want kids to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, I, we've talked to Mr. Greg on the podcast before, who's a big uh, proponent of flexible seating in kindergarten. And, uh, yeah, he gave us some good tips on it. And he did mention that, uh, the management and the setup piece was the biggest hurdle. And once you get past that, did, did you gain any insights as you were talking to teachers who've done this, that you could share with people who haven't tried it yet and maybe are a little nervous about that part of it? Absolutely. Well, you know, one of the one of the, the things we got from several of them is is introducing it at a pace that's comfortable for for you and your students. Um, and just like everything else, the biggest critical piece is model, 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 mm-hmm. model. So I think the teachers who felt who we felt were most successful with it really took the time up front to take you know introduce one different new type of seating at a time, mm-hmm. and they modeled it and they showed. They showed their students, here's what it looks like. 
here's how you um, here's how you sit on this. Here's here's things you shouldn't do. They would do anchor charts for each one. Um, and then they would allow just a few students to do it. And as they introduced more and more, they then asked their students to, okay, you need to try each type of seating for one day, at least. Some of them did it for a whole week. So if I put wobble stools in, um, we wanted to make sure all the students had enough chance to try that wobble stool at least for a day or a week. And then they would get together and talk about um, how, did that, how did that kind of seating help you? And how did that kind of seating not help you? Um, and they really talked about how it's different for everybody. So just because I'm putting a wobble seat here and some, pe some of you, um, your classmates are saying, wow, this was great for me. If it wasn't great for you, you know, be honest, share. What, what was the problem? Was it you didn't feel like you could, you know, ever get your balance? Then that stool, that seat might not be good for you. And then let's try another one. And so they all rotated them through to, to try each one. Uh, made anchor charts with the rules, and they always set the expectation to know that when we use these, they um, the teacher always has the, um, can always move them if, if things are not going well. You know, if you're off task, if you're, I'm going to move you. And so they all pointed out that, you know, you have to plan for that because that is going to happen. So you want to make sure you have some seats around where you can move kids. Most of them all said as soon as they did that, the kids automatically tried to get more on task because they didn't want to move. They, <laughs> loved, that environment. they loved being able to choose where they could sit and when. Um, and so they didn't want to move, have to move. So if you're clear and consistent and really, you know, follow through on that, the kids seem to really um, uh, respond to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the other thing they talked about a lot was um, – making sure that as you're planning it, you kind of space out the seating options amongst the room so that groups are not too close together. Um, that was important for them. Um, and working through with the kids and talking strategies for how to handle when maybe a certain desired seat is, is full for, the day, for that day, you know, not to get into arguments about it and not fair. They were here before me or I was here before them, or they got to sit here yesterday and just working through strategies of, of if it's full, where can you go? Can you talk to me? And then this, those teachers would kind of take data on, cause it was interesting. Um, uh, there was a teacher we talked to who's, who's now done it for a couple of years and her students the year before really gravitated to the wobble stools, but her group this year was more about, being on the floor. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on, on your group of kids as well. And so sometimes you'll start to see that there's certain types of seating that, um, more of them like, and so you, you monitor and adjust and try to try to bring that, bring more of those in. It's really, it's really exciting. And I like the, um, the individuality of it. I, I haven't dived in completely yet, but I've brought in a few flexible options in my classroom and one of, one of the things I have is uh, wobble stools at my technology center because I know there's some research that says that having movement incorporated with technology makes the technology more effective. Uh -huh. um, but I have noticed that since it's a mandated thing, you know, you will sit on the wobble stool when you play the technology, that a lot of the kids don't like it. And right. a lot of the kids have asked for permission to flip the wobble stool upside down so they don't have to wiggle around anymore. And that's the whole point. It's it's 
flexible seating, but it's student choice. We don't want to go to the place where, like you said, it's mandated. So if you sit at this table, it has to be a wobble stool, right? Mm-hmm. Many teachers kind of start out with, okay, this table is wobble stools and this table is, you know, those stability yoga-like balls and this table is on the floor. If you can, mix it up and, um, and that's okay. Uh, a student can sit at the technology center and go, I always say too, don't throw out your chairs because for some kids, those traditional chairs are going to be how they work best. Um, so to give them the flexibility of, I don't want to use the wobble stool. Can I get a chair and move it over here instead? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and, I and it's, a lot of them find this happens a little more in the older grades as they start to, you know, really, um, understand themselves and, and how they learn best. But depending on the activity, for some activities, they love the wobble stool, but for other activities, they want a traditional chair. So it's even having the flexibility to move around in different spots within the day. Um, but that's, you know, that has to be baby steps. You have to lead, get to that, that slowly. First is, you know, letting, letting kids have, have the opportunities to try some of these seats and start to figure out how, how it helps them and how maybe it, do, it doesn't help them and hinders them. And is there other choices they can make for seating? Yeah. Can you talk about specifically some of the products that you've come out with after watching these classes and, and how you've designed them to work in the classroom and what they look like? And so we, um, I can, I can start with the seating. We also, um, like I was mentioning to you have come out with tables and desks. Um, you know, we've done tables for forever, but, but what we really wanted in these 21st century learning student centered environments is, we wanted all those tables and desks to be mobile. Mm-hmm. So they're all on wheels with locking casters so that you can keep them. And, and the rationale behind that is um, we want teachers to be able to easily create lots of different environments and spaces and groupings. So mm-hmm. they're, they're on wheels so you can, and, and there's some, the desks are in some, uh, like a wedge shape. We have one that's a wedge shape. So you can pull together a group of three. You can pull together a group of six. You can move them around independently if you need it for testing. Um, lots of flexibility there. And then as far as the seating goes, of course, we have our traditional chairs. Um, but we really wanted to ensure that that traditional chair was was kind of, you know, contoured in a way that was comfortable. So we have, we, um, we worked really hard. We have in-house engineers um, who worked really hard on kind of that contour of that chair to make it, um, so it just kind of nothing, you know, nothing stabs you in the back for the back of the chair. Um, so we have that, we, we are offering wobble stools as well. And then the stability ball or the yoga balls, we were noticing a lot of teachers going out, you know, and buying yoga balls. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some kids that was, they loved them. Um, but obviously in the classroom, we wanted them to be a little more sturdy, a little, um, a little higher quality, so they would last a little longer. So we worked with some of our manufacturers, and we um, essentially they looks just like a yoga ball. We've got some, um, I guess they. It's funny they look a little bit like udders, but they're little um, uh, things that come out so that when you put the yoga ball, it doesn't roll around mm-hmm. and kids aren't because that's the biggest management issue that yeah. many talk to have. You know, they would buy. Um, they would buy little uh, tubs that they could put the yoga ball in that when the kids sat on it so that they didn't roll around or they bought some of the yoga balls with the little nubs on them at the end because you certainly don't want them rolling around. And we made sure that the the material was a little thicker um, so that it would last longer in the classroom. 
We also um, are offering a, we call it the comfy floor seat because a lot of kids work great on the floor. And some of them work great where they're just kneeling on the floor or sitting on a pillow or sitting on the carpet. And some kids really like back support. So with our comfy floor seat, um, it's a seat where, where students can sit on the, it's right on the floor, but it's got back support and it's adjustable. So they can sit really upright. They can lean back if they're, let's say in a, in a cozy library area and they're collaborating and doing a group project and they're having discussions, they can kind of adjust it and lean back a little bit. Um, so we've got our comfy floor seat. We've got a wobble cushion. And this little cushion is can be put on a chair or can be put on the floor. And it just has that little bit of, allows the kids just to move a little bit as they're sitting on the floor or sitting on their chair. Um, and it's got some nubs on this on, on it that gives them kind of a nice sensory tactile experience. We found, especially for some special needs kids, it was really, um, really beneficial for them. It really helped them kind of focus. Um, so we, we are offering a variety of seating options, pillows, of course, and then we've got um, comfy spaces like uh, really sturdy, uh, white clean vinyl couches and chairs where teachers can create, you know, they've put them in library areas um, traditionally, but we're starting to see with flexible seating, a lot of teachers creating comfy spaces, kind of if you think Starbucks, right? When you go into Starbucks, you, they have those little comfy spaces and people sit there on their computer and they work. And so many teachers are creating spaces like that in their classroom as well. And so we've got uh, comfy couches and chairs in which they can do that. So lots of different seating options. I, I'm really excited about this because I'll share with you my personal experience that happened to me like 10 years ago because <laughs> yeah. I wanted to create some comfortable spaces just for readers workshop at that point because flexible seating as a whole class wasn't really a thing yet right, so right. I I went out and I bought like the cheapest pillows I could find because I it was like my first or second year of teaching right. and I didn't have much money so I got the cheapest pills I could find and within a couple weeks I had to throw them all away because yeah. they were ripped, they were broken. And then I found out that they didn't meet fire code and safety code. So I didn't have, you have permission to have them in the room anyway. So then I saved up my budget for a while so right. I could get Lakeshore supplies because, and they've lasted, they're still here after like 10 years. Exactly right. And, and like I said, this has been like a grassroots movement, right? We've seen on Pinterest teachers, I mean, they really are at the forefront of making this happen. Um, but to your point, you know, they're doing it in any way they can, which is amazing. And so what we wanted to do was come alongside and support them with exactly what you're talking about, making sure just like, uh, you know, what Lakeshore's reputation is, and it's very important to us that um, materials last for a while. We know we, we are all I don't know if you knew this, but all of our developers have been former teachers. That's a requirement we have. So we all know what happens and we all know the kind of abuse materials get. <laughs> so we make sure we design it for that. And of course, we have to pass all of the safety regulations and fire codes and all of that. So you can ensure that all of that has been tested um, and is is up to par. So that's a very good point. And and our hope is, you know, it will last. It will last for longer in the classroom. Um, just like I mentioned with those yoga balls, the, the material is just not thick enough. It's not going to last. You're going to have to continually repump them up, right? Because they'll lose air. So, so we really thickened up that that material so that that wouldn't happen. 
Yeah, it's nice to have flexible seating options that are designed specifically to be flexible seating options. Right, right. Rather than something else that, oh, this might work, right? <laughs> yeah. And I can tell you, we are um, constantly on the lookout for how we can expand this line and, and what other flexible seating, um, you know, can we, are we seeing people using and can we think of? Um, because it's it just seems such a, you know, from what we can see, it really helps kids' attention spans. I mean, I don't know if you've gone to, um, you know, a workshop or something where you have to sit in a chair for a long amount of time. I'm one of those people who I can't sit in a chair with my two feet on the floor. I'm constantly moving around, sitting Indian style, sitting on my leg. And I find myself sometimes focusing so much on trying to get comfortable that I'm losing focus, right? And, mm -hmm. and really and I think that's exactly what kids go through, especially even more so than adults. Um, it's it's hard for them. They zone out because they're just trying to get comfortable. And so when they have choice and when they can really figure out, gosh, when I sit in a seat like this, I'm able to focus so much more. So let me go sit in a seat like that. It kind of empowers them. Um, and it makes them responsible for their learning. So they're a part of it. So I, I just... And so, I don't know if you can tell, but it just has re kind of re-energized me, this whole move. <laughs> I just think it's such a, such a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for all the work you've put into this for, for teachers. And it's really exciting to have some quality materials to go and get for the classroom. Right. Yes, absolutely. Do you have any final thoughts you want to share with everybody? Well, you know, I... Um, like I said, my, my biggest thing would be to encourage teachers, you know, go at a pace that's comfortable, comfortable for you. Um, give it a try, um, read about it and see what teachers are saying. Um, and, and, you know, take a, take a look at, at, um, lakeshorelearning.com and see, see the kind of photos of the environments and the ways that things can be, um, can be done in your classroom. And, and I just encourage everybody to try. Okay, great. Well, it's really exciting and, and it's fun to see things shifting to be more student-led and more um, investiga investigative because <laughs> um, it's so powerful for the learning that happens in these classrooms. It sure is. It sure is. And you know, it's funny, I, um, I was thinking a lot about um, early childhood and, and flexible seating now moving to the elementary schools. And it really kind of hit me that, you know, kids come from preschool and pre-K environments where choice and flexibility and lots of movement was part of the routine. It was all about kind of student-centered discovery, right? And then they get to kindergarten, first grade. And so many of those early childhood teachers still incorporate a lot of that. But as they move up in the grades, it just becomes so much more structured. Mm -hmm. um, and yet there's so much how do kids discover? They discover when they're moving, when they're, um, when they have choice, when they're flexible, when they can do, uh, discover on their own. And so that's also what's exciting about this movement. Yeah. Well, I, I, my personal philosophy, we, we always think about curriculum getting pushed down to the younger grades, um, you know, to, to try to build their knowledge from an early age, but I think we have it wrong. We need to push up. We need to take everything from preschool and kindergarten and apply it through the whole educational experience. <laughs> and you know, when this whole flexible seating, student-centered learning environments, I'm like, that's what early childhood is. That's what we need to be doing all the way up. Yeah. Middle school. Yeah. You can't go wrong when you learn from early childhood educators. You just can't. No, absolutely not. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much for your time today. I love talking to you and I'm really excited about this. I'm gonna go and look for my own classroom right now. Great, it's great talking to you too, Lindsay. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Well, thank you for being on the podcast, Patty. We're yes, all excited to go out and look at all the cool lakeshore furniture, flexible seating options. Yes, all I need is more great things to spend money on at <laughs> Lakeshore. <laughs> I just want to take a minute to talk about Kambu. Kambu is a great parent-teacher communication um, device, and I love it. It's, it's the best thing out there if, to communicate with your parents. It's awesome. It I is. just started using it this year, and my the parents love it. And I feel like I'm I'm having better communication with parents than I ever have before because I get to send pictures from the classroom, which is exactly what I want as a parent. Is I want to see what's going on. I know. I I really love it. And every time I take pictures and send it to parents, I'm kind of jealous because I wish I had pictures of my kids when they were in the classroom. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Isn't it fun? I think it's sweet and I think parents love it. So it's it's Kambu, K-A-Y-M-B-U. And I think it's just Kambu.com. But we don't have any product codes, but I would go try it if I were you because it's fabulous. It's awesome. We love it. And if you want to find out more about us, you can visit us at kindergartenkiosk.com or write to us at kindergartenkiosk at gmail.com. All right. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Kindergarten Kiosk is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. A network of podcasts for educators by educators. For more information, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. That's E-D-U podcastnetwork.com. Now can I listen to it?